All right, welcome to the Gunham Explained podcast, episode eight. Can't believe I've done this many. This is awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm your host, Adam Blue, which every week I will talk about Gundam. That's that's pretty cool, isn't it? Um, yeah, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube if you happen to be listening to this on, uh, let's see, wherever, you know, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, wherever. Just uh, let me know if there's anywhere else that needs to be. Um, but also subscribe and check out this video um it's called you know giveaway winner announcement plus two new giveaways because really what it is is i decided i wanted to go ahead and do my giveaway um and uh do another giveaway where there's actually two items i'll be giving away um so first of all congratulations to ashley and then there's a bunch of japanese characters afterwards i I didn't know what that was. I guess I could have translated it, but congratulations on winning. the. I now have the uh, Barbados Lupus Rex high grade and the GP01FB G-Frame. Uh, both of those are going to be for the next giveaway. That means there's two winners. It's going to be random who gets what, but um, I would say make sure you subscribe and comment on that video and in all the uh, latest video descriptions, there's a link for it. But if you go on to the Gunham uh, explained YouTube, you'll see it down there. But yeah, so that's everywhere you can listen to or watch the podcast. Have a chance to win. There's also a Discord, a link for that in the description. Uh, go ahead and you know what? If you build models and want to show them off, um, I'd love to see them. Uh, there's a Gunpla and Collectibles uh, channel in Discord for that. So go ahead and post. What you make, it doesn't matter if you're not painting it. It's just to see it. Um, sometimes it entices me to want to buy and build. Because, uh, yeah, I really, I really want to get to that. Um, well, yeah, let's see. So, let's see. Over the past week, I had a video go up of the military port. And I think that was in a podcast. I showed some clips, but I've uploaded the full thing. It's the new map in... Battle Operation 2, I even used the Aqua GM. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious, I could probably look this up, but I think the Aqua GM is from Thunderbolt, because I know they do have some Thunderbolt suits, and I watched Bandit Flower over this past week, and boy, Thunderbolt is really amazing. Uh, but also you can see I have the uh, Kshatriya Robot Spirits review up, you know, since the last podcast. There's also the... Um, Kasai Gundam Deep Dive, the Kshatriya Deep Dive, and then uh, a video on uh, the... Uh, I, I did a review of narrative, so I, since I've completed the, uh, the, the Unicorn series, um, I went into narrative, which is like the next logical one to get into, and really good stuff. It, it, it's really much more enjoyable once you really understand the previous Gundam uh, UC shows. Um, and then what have I been watching this week? I, I watched uh, Thunderbolt, like I said. I was watching um, Bandit Flower, which is, I guess, the second one. There's December Sky and then Bandit Flower. I then, and I've also been finishing up the second half of Double Zeta, which I love it. I, I, it's great. You really hear people talk down about Double Zeta. And I, was, I watched it back when I first got into Gundam, so I didn't really get it too much and really getting back into it 
again, it's like, yeah, there's some cartoony parts. And I've mentioned that before, but overall, it's it's it just has top tier mobile suits and their battles and interesting situations for characters like Haman Karn, which is an awesome character. Pull two, you know, the clone of uh, Pleopol, if I'm saying that right. And I just love the characters that they've and man, even what happens with uh, Judo and his sister and um, spoiler alert, Sela Mass is in it. So I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say a lot of the double Zeta hate is it can't be because of the cartooniness, because there's worse Gundam out there in terms of the cartooniness. But I think it's just because there's not a dub. And I think people tend to and, and including me when I'm watching something subbed, a lot of times I have to focus on what's being said. I don't really get to focus on the art, the drawings and kind of the atmosphere they're laying out. And I get it. That detracts from really making it enjoyable. So I would love, you know, what if there were some fans out there, hopefully you're listening, that would want to do a um, a dub, a fan dub of Double Zeta. Hit me up because I would love to do voices. Um, I've got a mic that I could, uh, you know, tweak to make it sound good. I've got, uh, um, you know, different modulation programs. Uh, that, that just seems like that would be something fun to do, even with um, some other lesser-known Gundam. It would be fun to kind of do some voiceovers where it's needed. Now, I know, and I have a video of it for Double Zeta, there is that kind of condensed movie version that's been dubbed it was i think it aired in canada there's a link to that in my how to watch a double zeta video um i think that's a good entry point for people that just don't want to watch anything that's only subbed so um but anyway speaking of double zeta today's mobile suit of the week will be the double zeta and we'll dive deep into that um so bear with me um all right so where are we going to next um, oh, yeah, in the Discord. Oh, actually, no, before I get to that, I want to show this off for those that are watching the video version. I will be d doing a video of this and a deep dive on the mobile suit, but here is the Robot Spirits cost signature uh, Wave Rider. Um, it's probably the best transformation out of the high-grade, real-grade uh, fixed figuration, if that's what it was called, Um it, it, it still had some pain points to it, but what was interesting about it is it's kind of, it's a metal robot spirits. Even though the whole thing isn't metal, it has pieces, mainly the joints, that are metal. And so that kind of gave it a smoother transformation. I didn't feel like I was going to break it. Um, but here it is again, and it comes with that big old stand you see with a lot of um, of these robot spirits, which I think it's a little too much for this, even though it's got the nice... Uh, um, you know, text on there. What's interesting is the double Zeta cost signature didn't come with a stand like this. That would have been nice to complete um, the set with that. Uh, but it's all right. Uh, as much as I like the stand, I think when I display it, I probably won't have it on that stand. I'll just use those act stands. So I have one handy. Yeah, it's the... Uh, Stage Act, I think they're called. They're the newest version. They seem a little smaller, but what's cool about it is they're a little more versatile in terms of, you know, there's connector pieces to connect other ones to kind of give it some odd shapes if you wanted to. So, um, yeah, very cool there. 
And in terms of other Gundam stuff, that's really all I got. And that was a pre-order I made back at the beginning of the year. So I didn't really um, get into a lot of Gundam stuff uh, this week. You know, I think I was really busy with work and stuff, other other things. Um, oh, yeah, and it was a holiday. So Labor Day, I think I just used that time my wife was up and we were just editing some videos uh, to post, really, and do stuff with fam. So, But all right, let's jump into the Discord. So... I want to show off some more um, Gumpla. Uh, this is from Will Won't. Um, he, he's he's been a, a a commenter here, a poster here for for a while. Uh, not only in the comment section, but on Discord. So the Tall Geese. So this is getting into Wing Gundam, which I am not. You know, as familiar as I am with it was when it came on Toonami, and eh, didn't really get into it. But who knows? I could get back into it. Anyway, just checking this out. Um, yeah, it looks great. I love the look of it. It look in in even in um, Fortnite, they released. I remember, you know, my son was playing it, and they had this chicken-looking robot, and I realized, wow, that looks like Tall Geese. And then I even bought the action figure of it. I actually don't know if I still have it around, but let's look at this box. So yeah, this is the Master Grade. I noticed that looked really good, but I was like, I don't think that's a real grade. Um, you know, showing the box here. So, the, and, and I think he says that without the, no panel lines or stickers applied. So it'd be cool to see it when it has the stickers and panel lines. So I'll look forward to that. Oh, let's check this out. So here it is, I guess with, ooh, another good master grade. Very nice. I'm guessing that's the EZ8. Um, awesome suit from, oh, and is that? Perhaps an A-wing um, thruster. Am I getting that wrong? That looks like something from Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so that'd be cool. Um, let's see. Ah, here is a back view. Um, yeah, it looks cool. This is a cool-looking kit. I love the thrusters on there. Yeah, a lot of stuff is reminiscent to um, some UC designs. I really can't um, ignore the designs out of Wing. It's it's very cool. Very cool. So that was cool. That was Will Won't. Remember, yeah, if anyone wants to post their uh, Gundam builds in the Discord, I'll be sharing that on the podcast. Um, and another thing, actually, you know, we have the, the fan fiction section, and we have um, uh, Mr. Kentari... Three three. He has uh that's kind of his uh ghostwriter name there. Um a Kusege tale. Uh, I know he'll he'll correct me on um on the pronunciation there, but he has his up that's been up there for a while. It's very cool, has a lot of cool callbacks, um, very interesting stuff. And then we have Will's um Will Won't has has his story up, which I suggest people come in here and read. It's really cool. Um also, I hope this gives people motivation or inspiration to, like, draw some stuff based on the fan fiction here. Because I think this fan fiction is awesome. Um, yeah, so, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I always like uh, seeing that stuff. Um, let's see here. You know what? There wasn't much in, in Gundam news going on this week, right? I mean, we had the Gundam Online Expo last week. They had a bunch of new releases. Ah, oh, man, they had that Ghost Gundam. I still haven't picked that up. Will I? Should I? We'll see. 
So I figured I would just open up the Gundam Reddit and see what what's going on here. Um, interesting. This random fact was uh, in the 08 MS team. Shiro Omada has a flashback nightmare about a previous mission. He witnessed a Xeon mobile suit fire a gas round into a colony. If you remember that. Killing its civilians. It is confirmed that the Xeon pilot was uh, Sima Garahau. I've never said her last name. Garahau. From Stardust Memory. Which was a really cool villain. She had that Jabera Tetra as her final mobile suit. Which, you know, was supposed to be a Gundam. Anyway, a very interesting... Actually, I think there was more... Yeah, something about... Yeah, it gets even more horrible when you, and this is from uh, Negativity 101, uh, it gets even more horrible when you look into her history and find out she didn't know it was nerve gas, her superiors told her it was knockout gas, then put all the blame for the war crime on her. Oh, and her home colony was the one that got converted into the colony laser. Wow. That is some bad guy making motivation right there. And as I sip on my coffee, we can look at this art here. Um, someone has done a great job with cosplay, looking like Gigi and uh, Lucia from Hathaway's Flash or Momosugun Hathaway. So we get to admire that here for a second. Well done. Well done, art. Um, okay, here's something else because I was just flipping through here. So we... You know, I've been thinking about building a new gaming PC, and we've got this Gundam-themed PC, and I think I remember when these were coming out. It was, I, I don't know if they were sold separately or if they sold them together, but oh, I would love to have something like that. Look at that. And who was that on Reddit? That was uh, Wiggly Will? Or no, no, no. They cross-posted it. So that was Zazofsky. So either way, very cool. But then I saw the... um. The keyboard, the matching keyboard. And I I was looking online to get the keyboard and mouse. I missed out on yeah, the video card or the case. And then I think there was a monitor and the keyboard and mouse. And all this stuff is pricey. Like, really need that uh, that money if I'm going to be getting all that stuff. That's crazy. Um, curious if anyone else has these uh, Gundam PC parts. How common they were, especially if, you know... I would really only think Gundam fans would be getting it. Only because I, I'm sure there's a markup on it because it's it's licensed PC parts, right? Uh, yeah, I'm curious if anyone's gotten that. And, and then also I'm curious too, like with... And maybe it's more popular overseas buying those than it is here in, in America. But because um, I know that... There's other Gundam shows more popular than what's that? What that was based on, and it was like you see from Mobile Suit Gundam the RX seventy eight two colors. So. And you know what? Just another one where I see this post about where does Eighth MS team rank for you? And I think we it was either the last podcast or the one before I talked about it again because someone brought up like I I really think it's bottom tier UC Gundam. Now, the designs of the mobile suits are awesome. The battles are awesome. The portrayal of the ground combat, uh, there was more of a focus on that, and that's always welcome. But I think what 
overall kills it to me is the character design and even some of the character animations and portrayals. They're just a little too cartoony, more than Double Zeta, in my opinion. Um, yeah, even the design, the main guy, like, he's 23, right? Uh, Hero, I believe his name is. Um, right, Shiro. Shiro Hamada. And he's got that little, uh, the nose just bothers me. Like, it's just like a little, it's like a V on his face. It's like a V-fin on his face. His his nose is a V-fin. I, I just, um, it, and I think that's why in general I, I haven't, I mean, I've watched some anime, but I'm not a fan of anime. I don't seek out anime. Sometimes I'll see an anime like on Amazon Prime or 2B TV that has like a cool, a cool artwork. And I'm like, oh, I want to see that and I'll watch it and it'll be like, Pretty mature and graphic, and that's cool. But yeah, I think that's what it is for the the themes of Mobile Suit Gundam. The character designs and dialogue does not match what I would expect. So anyway, curious what everyone else thinks about that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I yeah, I actually did start watching it again recently, and and I would kind of get sidetracked. I I need to. Kind of go through it again, uh, because really, like, here we go. Here's, uh, if I hadn't seen this, I told you. Okay, so I don't know what this is. I'm going to guess Seed. I'm going to probably be wrong, but, like, that's super anime for me. And maybe I just need to get over it and get used to it. Um, Just like people need to get used to when an anime doesn't have a dub. If it's got a sub. Oh, Bianca Carlisle, Supremacy. That's funny. That's because uh, I was just watching... Um. Yeah, I was watching that what uh, Bandit Flower. I think this one's called uh, all these names. She's an excellent character. Like I like how forward she is. I like when she was showing off her tattoos and it is it, it was kind of explaining you know all the battles she's been in. Um, yeah, that was excellent, uh, excellent character right there. See, that's different. And look at the design. Even with the big anime eyes and small chin look, it's still it's still grounded in some ways. Um, yeah, very cool. Okay, and there's SpongeBob. You know, there's always a SpongeBob meme. <laughs> well, okay, cool. So I'm gonna move on. I am going to move on, and let's see. This is the mobile suit of the week, and for this week, it is a secret favorite of mine. Even though I say that all the time. And it's the MSZ 010 ZZ Gundam. So, uh, pronounced double Zeta. So, I'm glad to actually see that there. Um, so, instead of saying ZZ all the time, like ZZ Top, it is. So, it's not double Zeta Top. There's a joke in there somewhere. There's a joke. But, uh, it's the titular mobile suit of the anime. Wait, I thought it wasn't an anime. Isn't that the whole name of the song? <laughs> Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta and is piloted by Judo Ashta, which is a great character. Even more of a reason to like watching Double Zeta. He is an awesome character. So let's look at this real quick. Um, love that design. It, it's like extreme, right? It's like when we see the Gundam, the RX-78 2, that was just a cool design on its own. It kind of had the military look to it, but you know, the Gundam series, as an IP, got money to continue on. And so when Zeta Gundam 
we get a cooler, like, angular-designed Gundam that looks really cool. Um, but then it's when we get to Double Zade, it's like they went all out, even giving it these beam sabers that are bigger than a mobile suit. I don't think that's really true, but they're just gigantic. Uh, here's the back, and it's got its uh, um, jetpack. And what I really like about it is, oh, battle system. There's the core top, the core base, which, correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen any, unless there's a model kit of these that I don't know about, that would be some excellent pieces to have. Fortress, G-Fortress. Yeah, I'm loving the uh, all the ship stuff here. That's That's kind of my thing. That's what I like about the Zeta Gundam, the Wave Rider form, but this double Zeta has double uh, ships or something. I don't know. That was a bad joke. Um, so, yeah, let's look into this real quick. So, it's uh, in, uh, you know, Mobile Suit Double Zeta, and it starts, uh, it doesn't show up until episode 10 because Judo is mainly using the Zeta Gundam. Um, let's see. Developed from so let's look at what it was developed from. So it's developed from the MSC 009 prototype double zeta. Let's take a look at that. Uh add no. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen this before, but this looks amazing. And what is it in? Um oh, I guess it's in one of those magazines, perhaps, and there's even a kit. Wow, I love the way this looks. I love the colors. Wow, I'm glad I'm seeing this Gundam for the first time. It is amazing, and look at that. Wow. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that this is a. They did a really good job. Okay, and this was developed from the Zeta. Okay, so from the Zeta, one of the variations is the prototype, and the prototype looks amazing. I love it. The use of the colors too. It just Something about that works. Um, yeah, developed from that and developed into, and then um, not only was there the 10, okay, so that's something else. So the Zeta Gundam was the 006, and this prototype is the 9, and then when we get to the double Zeta, that's a 10. Um, let's look at this uh, uh, Mega Zeta. I don't want to go too far off. Okay. It kind of has more of that a smoother look to it, but still maintains kind of that design. Okay, I don't want to go too far off here, but that... Okay, this is something I'm going to have to... Let me save this, actually. I'm going to have to look more into that later. All right, and then, so what else it was developed from is this MSZ-009B. So it looks like it's the same thing with the 9, but it's a B. Let's see how different it looks. Um... Let's see. It looks like it's just part of that MSV design series, so it doesn't really have too much detail. Um, it looks like the prototype, I guess it just had a little a, a different head look on it. And a hyper beam saber. Okay. Um, very cool. Very cool. Okay. So let's dive more into this uh, double Zeta. Let me get some uh, copy here. All right, technology and combat characteristics. 
a direct development of the MSZ-006 Zeta Gundam. The double Zeta Gundam, which had been completed through a prototype, was given the development code... What? Zero? That looks like a zero to me. Is that supposed to be a Greek letter? Let's... Let's figure this out. Theta. Theta. Am I saying that right? Theta? Theta? Is it a Theta Gundam? So... Uh, I... Okay, you know what? It's just going to kill me if I don't do this. Theta. Theta. Okay. So it's like Zeta, but if uh, Mike Tyson was saying it. So Theta. Uh, thus, Thuth, also known as the Theta Gundam. Okay. As it was the sixth... Oh, there's a lot of that. Anaheim Gundam after the RMS-0... 99 Rick Diaz. Okay, so that is, and that is known as what was in Zeta as well. The, oh, but it looks a little different. Uh, it looks like it has the colors of the Dom. Oh, because I'm thinking of the Quattro. Okay. So, a very cool that they're kind of related, or it's just more of it's the Six Anaheim Gundam. Okay. All right. Okay, the development plan of the Double Zeta Gundam existed two years before the completion of the Zeta Gundam, but was shelved due to internal competition and production delays. However, the performance advantage of the Zeta Gundam against uh, new Titans mobile suits did not last long, and so development of the Double Zeta Gundam was resumed. Okay, interesting. Uh, the Double Zeta Gundam sought to reproduce the operating functions of the RX-78-2 Gundam and the G-Armor in a single machine. Very cool. An advanced form of the RX-78-2 Gundam's core block system was also introduced. As a result, the Double Zeta Gundam can transform into a mobile armor form called the G-Fortress, which acts as a heavy combat bomber and for cruising in space and on Earth. The Double Zeta Gundam can also separate into two independent fighter units called the Core Top and Core Base. The Core Base, consisting of the Double Zeta's lower body and backpack, is operated through the FXA-07 GB Neo Core Fighter attached to its front. The core top, consisting of the Double Zeta's upper body and double beam rifle, is operated through the cockpit in its nose uh, unit, or more frequently, through the Neo Core Fighter, which is in its core block form attached to the lower rear. The team on board the Argama, Argama typically operates the Double Zeta Gundam with a third Neo Core Fighter piloted by the Gundam's main pilot, Judo Ashta. When combining into the Double Zeta Gundam, forming the G-Fortress mode, when combining into the Double Zeta Gundam, forming the G-Fortress mode is the first step and consists of the core top and core base ejecting their Neo-Core fighters to dock with Judo's Neo-Core fighter in core block form. Yeah, and that happens a lot in Double Zeta. They actually show the animation for that. When transferring from the G-Fortress mode to MS mode, the larger veneers in the arms and legs are retracted. However, this does not reduce uh, total thrust as the surplus output is supplied to the at, it says to the attitude, uh, that might mean altitude, control thrusters distributed throughout the body and the number of operable thrusters are actually increased. Hmm. Other parts that move during transformation include the flexible wing binders that also serve as arm-mounted wing shields, the shoulder thrusters, the shoulder thruster binders, large backpack, etc. Okay. Uh, that explains a lot with its design. Um, it gives it that functionality 
but also in multiple ways to have the functionality, but being a cool design. So it's part of the wing system, the binders, and also armor. The engine installed in the backpack is originally meant for ships and could supply power for an entire ship. Uh, it also functions as the main thruster unit of the double Zeta Gundam when in MS form, generating thrust equivalent to that of a large ship. The double Zeta Gundam's armor is a multi-space structure composed of Gundamarium Y alloy. Okay, so I saw this earlier with the other one, Gamma. Gundamarium, Gundarium Gamma Alloy. I need to get my Greek. I'm getting my kanji and katagana and now I need to get my Greek. Capable of withstanding a mobile suit explosion at close range and resisting high water pressure. While it is impossible to completely defend against a direct hit of a mega particle beam, the wings shields are strong enough uh, to prevent a direct hit on the cockpit. All right. With its overall height limited to around 20 meters as requested by AU to maintain mobility, the Double Zeta Gundam's design also incorporated the movable frame and magnet coating technology. The generator output, which had caused problems during early stages of Double Zeta's development, was resolved by incorporating three compact high-output generators. The movable modules and armor parts, which have a multi-layered structure, are connected by hinges and slide rails, which have magnet coating making them flexible and robust while allowing instantaneous transformation of the Double Zeta Gundam. However, the complexity of the system resulted in poor maintainability and productivity also deteriorated. Interesting. Okay. The control system of the Double Zeta Gundam is equipped with a biosensor, which is a simplified Saikamu system as an interface for new type pilots. Hmm. An improved version of the biosensor installed in the Zeta Gundam. It improves the responsiveness of the mobile suit by supporting the control system with the pilot's brainwaves. However, as a protective measure, the biosensor is inactive when a pilot with low new type abilities boards the Double Zeta Gundam. The unit is mounted in the Double Zeta Gundam's core block, and the synchronization of the device is improved by inputting the brainwave patterns of the Neo Core fighter's pilot. The Double Zeta Gundam has a number of powerful weaponry, including two hyper-beam sabers, which are also usable as beam cannons, a double-beam rifle, a 21-tube missile launcher installed on the backpack, and a high-mega cannon... <coughs> ah, hate it when that happens. And a high-mega cannon on the forehead. While the Double Zeta has a very destructive arsenal, its weapon system requires a high level of energy. As a result, the Double Zeta often found itself almost completely drained of power after using its high mega cannon. The double Zeta Gundam structural issues due to its complicated construction and transformation systems were eventually corrected with the MSZ 010S enhanced double Zeta Gundam and its massive final upgrade, the FA 010S full armor double Zeta Gundam. So let's look at that. Here's the enhanced. Uh, it looks to have some sleeker design to it, okay, and, and, um, let's, yeah, we don't need to dive into that for this one, but let's look at the other one, the full armor, huh, that's a lot of armor, all right, armaments, so a 60 millimeter double Vulcan gun, as with many mobile suits, this, the double Zeta Gundam has head-mounted uh, Vulcan guns, specifically a pair of 60 millimeter double Vulcan guns, for a total of four guns, and they are loaded with 400 rounds. They are mainly for intercepting incoming missiles, rockets, destroying mobile suit sensors, and engaging 
lightly armored vehicles. They are operable in mobile suit mode only. Makes sense. Need to get some coffee. All right, the double beam rifle. The primary range weapon of the Double Zeta Gundam, the double beam rifle, is powered by a built-in small generator and can also be supplied with energy from the mobile suit. It possesses two barrels that need to be replaced every 200 shots and a cockpit at the back. As with all... And a cockpit at the back. As with all the Double Zeta Gundam's beam weapons, the double beam rifle possesses an unusually high power rating with the beams from each individual barrel having a power rating of 10.6 megawatts for combined total of uh, 21.2. Um, yeah, let, let me uh, search that real quick. No, not Merriam-Webster. Milliwatt. I learned something new. I'm becoming a scientist every day. The output and convergence rate of the beam can be manually adjusted. The double beam rifle mounts on the main body when the double Zeta Gundam is in G Fortress mode or when the core top is separated. However, the barrels are rotated backwards in position underneath the body while its cockpit will face forward. This cockpit can be used to pilot the G Fortress or the core top but is inoperable in mobile suit mode. So anyone in the double uh, beam rifle's cockpit when the ZZ transforms is essentially stuck on the butt of a dangerous beam rifle. Yeah, that was my first thought when I read that i can't remember if they portray that in the show i'll have to see okay so high mega cannon mounted in the center of the double zeta gundam's head is a high mega cannon its power rating of 50 mw and its output is one fifth that of a colony lasers making it the most powerful beam weapon used by a mobile suit during the first neo zeon war as well as one of the most powerful weapon mounted on a mobile on mobile suits ever on a mobile suits. The power of the high mega cannons beam can seriously damage a mobile suit with even a glancing hit. And as shown when used against uh, Shara Soon's AMX uh, 104R Jarja. Uh, Jarja. Did I get to that part yet? Or did she. I don't remember. Um, I remember I'm firing it, but okay. It can completely destroy a standard mobile suit shield, making it difficult to block the beam. However, its power is also a weakness as the Double Zeta's reactor is unable to handle repeated usage of the high mega cannon. The high mega cannon is operable uh, in mobile suit mode only. Makes sense. So, Hyper Beam Saber Beam Cannon. The Double Zeta Gundam stores a pair of Hyper Beam Sabers on his backpack. The hilts of these beam sabers are easily three times larger than the other beam sabers during the first New Zeon War. The weapon emits a much longer and more powerful blade that can easily cut through several mobile suits in a single swing. Its blade length of about one of about 1.5 times that of a regular beam sabers also makes it possible to easily break armor made of Gundarium alloy. The hyper beam sabers double as beam cannons when attached to the backpack, the beam cannon mode can be used in MS form, G Fortress mode, or when the core base is separated. Each hyperbeam saber has a power rating of 1.1 MW, uh, while the beam cannon mode has a power rating of 10 uh, milliwatts. I guess it's supposed to be each. Um, all right. 21 tube missile launcher. The double zeta Gundam mounts a pair of missile launchers on its backpack in mobile suit mode and on its main body in G Fortress mode, as well as on the core base when separated. 
Each missile launcher possesses 21 tubes that are loaded with AMA-135 small missiles. Also, the FXA-07GB Neo Core Fighter, which serves as the cockpit for the mobile suit in the core base, also mounts a pair of missile launchers that load with AMA-09S small missiles. Wing Shield. The Double Zeta gun mounts a pair of shields on its forearms, and they serve the purpose of protecting the Double Zeta from attacks that it cannot dodge. They also serve as wings. Uh, control surfaces for the G Fortress and Core Top to increase mobility in the atmosphere. Yeah, that's a kind of cool little feature, these kind of movable wing shields it has. It kind of works. All right, special equipment and features. Excuse me, the biosensor. A technological variant of the Saikamu system developed by Anaheim Electronics. Although its full capabilities are unknown, its primary purpose was to allow a new type pilot to more easily interface with its with his or her mobile suit via mental commands. The biosensor could also have a rather surprising side effect when the pilot was mentally and emotionally focused enough, usually when angry or upset, to cause the biosensor to amplify the power, speed, and strength of the mobile suit for a short period of time. And then the core block system, which was discussed, separable transformable components, and the Balut system, which I believe, oh yeah, they talk about it, an atmospheric entry device designed to be used by MS as the MS enters the atmosphere, a bowl-shaped Balut balloon parachute deploys to protect it from the friction heat of atmospheric entry. Very cool when they show that in the show. It adds that kind of believability. All right, so history. With the success of the Zeta Gundam, Anaheim Electronics continued their Project Zeta and developed new mobile suits for AUG's use. One such machine is the MSZ-010 Double Zeta Gundam, a transformable mobile suit that also incorporated the core block system of the original RX-78-2, the movable frame technology of the RX-178 Gundam Mark II, cool, and the biosensor of the MSZ-006 Zeta Gundam. So, three very cool mobile suits made into one. The Double Zeta Gundam, codename, um, oh, Theta Gundam, was originally held in the La Vienne Rose, but was soon transferred piecemeal to the Argama. The first piece of the Double Zeta Gundam, the FXA-0ZGB, 07GB Neocore Fighter, was brought to the Argama by Ruluka while the battleship was still in the Shangri-La colony at Side 1. After the Argama left the colony and headed for the La Vienne Rose while being pursued by the Endra, the core top and core base were delivered en route with additional core fighters. While the Argamas pilots were in the middle of battle at the moment, the two pieces of the Double Zeta Gundam arrived. They then assembled in mid-flight to form the complete Double Zeta Gundam with Judo Ashita piloting the mobile suit. Judo then used the power of the Double Zeta Gundam's high mega cannon to drive off the Neo Zeon mobile suits, which included uh, Mash Marcello's AMX-103 Hamahama and Shara Soon's AMX-104R Jarja. Keep on wanting to say Jar Jar. Judo served as the Double Zeta Gundam's primary pilot, uh, though he and Rue occasionally traded mobile suits during uh, certain battles due to the Zeta Gundam's lighter weight and better mobility. Sometimes before uh, the final battle of the first New Zealand War, the Double Zeta Gundam was upgraded to the MSZ 010S enhanced Double Zeta Gundam. So very cool. Um, and on the yeah the Gundam Wiki, there's some cool uh, pictures of uh, different parts of it. Um, let's see if there's any trivia. Oh, showing the Gumpla here. Yeah, there's tons. I have the the real grade, the high grade. Would love to get the master or the uh, yeah the master grade. 
Action figures, yeah, I've got that, uh, I've got this one, the Robot Spirits, and I have that new, uh, cost signature. I wonder if I can add that stuff in here, I bet I can. Alright, notes and trivia. During Double Zeta Gundam's conceptualization, several names were proposed, which included Gundam Mark III. Omega Gundam, and Neo Gundam. The Double Zeta Gundam's initial design was determined through a design competition in which mechanical designers including Makoto Kobayashi, Hideo Okamoto, Mika Aikitaka, and Hiroyuki Kitazume, yeah, Zume, and Yutaka Izubuchi, Mamuro Nagano, Kazumi Fujita, and Kunio Okawara. Hopefully I did that right. It felt good. All designed their own versions of the Double Zeta Gundam before the show aired. Makoto's design won the competition, yet still received various cleanups from Hideo and Mika. The Gundam Mark III and Neo Gundam names would be reused. The Z, MS, V, MSF, Double Zero Gundam Mark III. Or Double Zero, I like that, 007, that's what, so it's like a James Bond Gundam. Yeah, I'm just making that up. In the arcs, okay, the Neo Gundam, and so, oh, Formula 91, so, very neat that that was one of the original Double Zeta designs. The Double Vulcan specification in the head uh, has been interpreted in different ways. Some product and illustrations will indicate this as a total of four Vulcans, either through the use of four protrusions present on the head that look like vents, or with uh, actually adding additional Vulcan ports to the head and indicating two of four head protrusions as Vulcan ports. In the uh, MG's Double Zeta and Full Armor Double Zeta manuals, uh, so Master Grade, the head is noted to possess 60mm and 90mm Vulcans. However, in the Azizi Verka instruction manual, only two 60mm Vulcans remain. Okay. Ever since its debut in Gundam. Uh, V's series starting with Gundam Verse, oh, Verse series. I guess these are the games. Gundam Verse Gundam, the Devil's Day lacked the ability to transform into its G Fortress mode for known reasons, despite receiving a new moveset in later games. It was still unable to transform before this was finally rectified in Gundam Extreme Verse, where it was replaced by its full armor version. As of Maxibus, however, the problem is rectified with Double Zeta being able to utilize all of its core components. Very cool. I hadn't messed with that. The Double Zeta is similar to the H3 Gundam, H3 Normal, in terms of bulk and having experimental powerful weaponry. The Double Zeta has one more component in the main body than the H3. Prior to its confirmed production, the Double Zeta Gundam previously won first place on a Gundam.info census at, uh, at September 2016, where fans voted for a new Master Grade Verka to celebrate opening pre-orders for the MG New Gundam um, high weapon system, something like that, with Double Zeta winning first place. Very cool. If the Gunpla's development is determined by the sense, wait, if the Gundam's development is determined by the census, then it makes it the first unit character to be produced as a model kit after winning the census, followed by Figurize Standard Ayame. Well, I'm not familiar with that. Well. Anyway, there is your mobile suit of the week. Deep dive into the double Zeta Gundam. Let me know what you think uh, in the comments um, or on Discord. Um, if this is one you like or if you have any Gumplas that you've built to share. So, Very cool. All right. I am going to grab some water. And hopefully... 
I have time to go through these comments. So Red Axis. So this is on the Episode 7 podcast. I do think Double Zeta aren't that bad, but I really hate how the first Neo Zeon felt like more like a Super Sentai villain rather than a new world revolutionary Gundam War faction. Their fashion style doesn't help either. First Neo Zeon looks like an 80s glam metal band, a total 180 to the previous antagonist faction aesthetic. Probably intentional, though. Yeah. On one hand, it is very 80s, especially Shara Soon. But I like it just because it... I like that extremeness. It reminds me of the, is it the zombie family castle? Um, then they show it in origin. That castle is like insane. It looks, it's like the creepiest castle ever. Oh, Robert with his take on everything. If you guys enjoy Robert's uh, commentary, he's always got something to say. Um, yeah, and he'll even link certain times that I'm talking about something. Uh, it helps me out. <laughs> Um, oh, here we go. Kara soon. So I was saying Shara, thinking Char. And yeah, that's, I guess that's one thing with Double Zeta because there is no dub I'm reading more and I'm not always connecting what they're saying with what I'm reading. Yeah, because of the subtitles. Uh, so Mashmir Cello. I have to teach you over Zoom. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've talked before over Zoom. So Robert, thank you. Um yeah, just know that oh yeah, and his yeah, he's got more people sub to him. Awesome. Um yeah, thanks Robert. Always always kind to get your your comments. Yellow Flash. It's the best anime movie that I've seen this year and I put over Aven- Evangelion. Evangelion. I have not watched that. I tried watching it the other day, and I started dozing off. I think I might have already said that. But this was from my Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway movie review, part two. Um, yeah, because I had watched it, and it felt like I had to keep talking about it. Okay, Robert. Um, oh, c- commented to to Jeremy um, from the podcast episode seven pa- podcast on the MB server. That's a good idea. Uh, Deepalak Mondai, or Mondal? Yeah, that's an L, I'm sorry. Uh, I skipped watching Double Zeta. Somebody told me the series is bad and watched the Gundam uh, Victory instead. Well, Victory Gundam, I love. I think it's great. But you can't skip Double Zeta. It has so many great designs and battles and story elements. Um, Yeah. Robert loved the Kasai Gundam's design. Um, ditto, I never knew what the Greek alphabet was like even. Uh, Santo Bell, it was great finally seeing the suit in animated form after only having the manga for so long. Can't wait for part two next year. That's really cool they've had the, the manga for so long. And yeah, I would, I could only imagine having an idea, you know, of what the suit looks like from the manga, but then actually seeing it in animated form. Very cool. All right. Uh, Cameradon. My opinion of Xeon is that they, and this is the history of Xeon, uh, is that they are meant to represent the ideal uh, ideologies of the 19th, 20th century. Xeon Zoom Daikun's role, for example, basically being that the Karl Marx, all the splinter Xeon groups basically equaling all the branches that formed in it historically. After the death of, say, the founder who created founding principles, said belief system, but... Um, how it can spin out of control and ironically become a new religion. Something Gundam Unicorn kind of touched on with some quotes by Marita Cruz. Oh, cool. 
very cool little tidbit there. I'm going to have to look at that again. You have to remember, almost all the world ideologies of the 20th century are splinters of that original Marxist movement. Even fascism was founded by mostly Italian syndicalists. That's a new word for me. Which is a brand of Marxism which focuses on trade unions ruling society. But the fascists, including people like Gentile and Mussolini, realized dropping the class theory of history and using nationalism instead was a better idea in their minds. So they adopted not syndicalism, which is for workers' unions. They adopted corporatism, which is relatively the same thing, but does not exclude business owners. Being the fascist believed by using nationalism, it was no longer necessary for the workers to seize control, as everyone would follow that national identity instead, i.e. making a paradise built on nationality rather than class. It's the cornerstone and fundamental difference between fascism and all forms of Marxism. The Nazis took this further by... And, and instead of the national community, it was the racial community. Their idea of nationalism was the race, which took the ideas of fascism to a horrifically dark place. Yeah, it did. And that is some great info. Um, <laughs> Typos and grammar errors included. Excellent. You know what? Um, yeah, that... Uh, I love I love these types of comments because that's what's so cool about Gundam is it's really taking kind of things in the world and kind of re-representing them in a form, you know, it's, you know, like I hate the dark stuff that happened in our history. But being able to see it in an, an animated form where people aren't really getting hurt, but it can teach you some things. I mean, that's, that's what makes Gundam awesome. Mo, congrats to the winner. I love that uh, you do so many giveaways. Uh, thanks, Mo. Yeah, that was from my win uh, winner giveaway video again i had the two new things i'm giving away the uh bardo's lupus rex high grade and the gp01 fb uh g uh, frame yeah so that'll be fun can't wait all right so rs are you planning to do non-uc videos thanks yeah you know what it's like um i man i um I keep thinking to get into something like seed or something, but then just some more UC stuff to cover. I wish I, if I was doing this full time, I would, I would probably be doing all that, but man, I have only so much time. Um, Robert, I'd love to have that bar Lupus Rex and congrats to the winner this time around. By the way, I spam in way too many comments, even if Adam says I don't. <laughs> well, Hey, it's, it's all positive energy. So I don't mind at all. Uh, Clint Roy Mukarakate. I want to say that right. Barbados, I need it. LOL. <laughs> Seriously, though, congrats to the winner, and thank you for some non-UC stuff. Yeah, that is a good point. I did grab the Barbados Lupus Rex because I know that's a popular one. I haven't watched IBO, but I know it's from that. And, um, yeah, I figure just something a little different. All right, so Neo002, uh, I just... Uh, recently got into Gundam and just finished watching Gundam 1, 2, and 3. I wanted to get into Gundam building. Also, does anyone recommend which Gundam to watch next? Yeah, and um, Zeta Gundam, I think. Yeah, if you watch the movies, watch... Or, you know, it's a good point. Maybe watch the series of the original Mobile Suit Gundam because there's a little more. A little more info in there. Um, Mighty Leg. Count me in on the next one. You got it, Mighty Leg. Uh, Neo002, congrats on winning. I hope you enjoy building it. Yeah, I hope Ashley does 
uh, send some pictures, maybe join the Discord and send some pictures of it. Abraham Lincoln, good luck to everyone on th- these next two giveaways. Mild Sauce, enter me in, please. You got it. You're entered. Soup Spoon, count me in, please, and congratulations to the winner. Yep. Definitely. Matt, Ralph, dig in the content, man. Both Gundams you're giving away are sick, for sure. Um, Gray Allen, San Augustine, fingers crossed. Uh, Xion Lin, congratulations to the winner. Would love to participate in the next one. Well, you got it. Uh, Karina P, you are such a big contributor to the community. Thanks for doing this. Well, yeah, thanks to the community always contributing to me doing this. <laughs> Xander Baby, Ashley with a bunch of Japanese characters. Ha ha ha, you are too funny. Congrats and love to participate in the next one. Well, you got it, Xander Baby. Arch Excel or Arc Excel, look forward to hitting your 400. I'm sure you will get there in no time. Road to 400. Ooh, I like that hashtag. Uh, you know what? I need to go back in. I haven't had time to uh, give everyone some love and some uh, thumbs. I tell you, this was a busy week for me, but I need to get back in there. Uh, give me all you got, Barbados. That must be a line for my bio. Okay, can anyone else imagine IBO suits with a GN drive from Double O? Like, just imagine if a crossover somehow happened and we threw some of the seriousness out the window. Uh, Tekadon would mostly be outmatched by almost every other universe, but Celestial Being takes a liking to them and gives them uh, pseudo-GN drives. Imagine how powerful they would be. Well, then Roy, now you got me excited to watch not only Double O, but IBO. Uh, Robert going to do a giveaway based on who comments the most. <laughs> well, Robert, you would, you would win. That's for sure. Um, achievement unlocked. <laughs> ah, Dallas Cowboys performing splits. Oh, that's funny. Um, oh, a few other mega series have sub arms. I'll have to check that out. Robert always, you always have that knowledge. Let me, uh, man. Yeah. I don't want to miss everybody. I'm going to go back. And give some love to everyone, but let me get this. Kitchen noises. Oh, were there some kitchen noises? Probably. Sometimes my wife might be out in the kitchen um, cooking. She does occasionally. Uh, Clint Roy. Again, anyone else seen the Bar- Barbatoris from the Build Fighters Battle Log game miniseries? It's the craziest yet um, arguably most awesome thing I've ever seen for the Barbados. Hmm. I'm going to have to check that out. I mean, I haven't really been watching the Build Fighters stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. That actually sounds pretty cool. Also, might as well ask here, anyone play Gundam Online here? Someone out of Asia want to know how an easy... Okay, so, Clint Roy, I have played it before. Uh, This was maybe a year and a half ago, and I haven't done it since, but it did require me to download some program and I think I had to pay but it wasn't like a lot at all I want to say it was like under five bucks for like how much data I was using for it to like VPN me and what I played was fun but for some reason I wasn't able to get into matches with a lot of people it could have been time zone I believe it it could have been that but I'll see videos of it and does it have like 150 or more like mobile suit battling each other it looked awesome Maybe Clint will have to um, sync up. Uh, let's yeah, post maybe in the Discord about trying to get some Gundam Online games going. Um, all right. Robert again. 
Let's see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The military port. That was a great, great game. Great. Uh, that was fun. Um, anyone else see the Barbados first GM memes? No. You'll have to um, share that. Let me uh, do this down here. Those memes have gained even more traction ever since the new Gundam Evolution game was announced. Ah, I'm going to have to look that up. Big fan of IBO. Uh, this is from uh, Ji Wang Lee. Big fan of IBO and prefer to get it. Okay, so we're seeing a lot of people that are really into the Barbados, IBO, and all that. Um, Androyus uh, Quinn Mantha is huge, by the way. It has 42.1 meters of total height. It makes Kshatriya look like a child. Uh, Queen Mantha also has two super robotish swords as weapons. Okay. I'm going to have to look that one up. Uh, Santo Bell. I always get a XM. I always get an XMA uh, 01 Raphael vibe from the Cassatria. Just that look of the binders and out of time reference. I know. Hmm. I don't know. While the body and the leg thrusters remind me of the Gundam Mark V. And the Silver Bullet as well, which was a Dovenwolf offshoot, MS, I think. Yeah, from what I understand, the, uh, is it the Mark V? Yeah, or the Silver Bullet. Yeah, the Silver Bullet was a Dovenwolf, like, with the head of a Gundam. So that's interesting. Uh, Clint Roy, Barbados for Sexia, which is the better and, uh, better hand-to-hand combat switch Exia? Um, I'll have to check that out, because the Exia does look cool. Oh, I even put that there, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Lewis, um, I love the quad wing look. Probably my favorite Xeon mobile suit. How they introduced it in Unicorn was so good. Loved how they show uh, how each mobile suit has its own strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, awesome part of Unicorn when the Kshatriya uh, uh, gets out there and the um, funnels start taking effect. Ji Wang Lee, really prefer to get Barbados. Barbados best gun. Okay, Jing Wang Li, you love the Barbados, don't you? Never owned a Barbados before, so be a good one to get. IBO for life. Barbados for life. Barbados, best thing. Owning Barbados would be good for me. Man, Jing Wang Li, you really want that Barbados? Well, hey, come to the Discord. Uh, start uh, showing me what Barbados stuff you have. Uh, or tell me how cool IBO is, really. Barbados, best thing that ever did for me. Wow, okay. Yeah, I, I, I can see how Gundam can change people's lives. Betty451000, I hope I can win Barbados, and good luck, everyone. Man, people really love that Barbados. Good job. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Wang Lee. Santo Bell, poor narrative, so skinny. Again, great film, incredible design, and amazing sound score. Yeah, it was very interesting how that Gundam narrative was skinny, but I guess it's because it has those three packs to it. A Kind of a neat way to do a Gundam, um, a little different than what was done before. Um, Clint Roy, I'm beginning to realize I'm the weirdo here who loves AU series more than you see. You know what? That is not weird. That is cool. I'm the weird one for only liking UC right now. Bread. Oh, I like bread. I hope one day we can see all RX-0 type in action again because we don't know what conflict can happen in the future of UC. Yeah, even though they've got the future in terms of Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway, um... Uh, and everything after that, F91, etc. Apparently, there's going to be a Unicorn 2. So, yeah, that would be interesting. All right, Clint Roy, again, quick question for everyone. If you could pilot any Gundam, which one would it be? Ah, oh, that is a good one. That is a good one. So, not a... Wait, 
any Gundam. Not an MS. It's not an MS. It's a Gundam. You know what I'm going to put? I'm going to put my favorite right now. I always say that. There's something about the Mark II, so I'm going to put that there. Robert, not Finn Funnel. Yeah, sometimes when I'm uh, when I'm talking about the funnels, I'll say Finn Funnel because I first learned about I first learned about funnels through the Finn Funnels from the uh, New Gundam when I was learning what that was on the backpack, and they call it Finn Funnel. So I tend to say that a lot. Um, and then Robert has some new stuff. Thanks, Robert. Abraham Lincoln. I put off watching this movie because of the bad. Uh, reputation has among the Gundam community and decided to watch it this past weekend because you were going to review it. I'm glad I did, though, because I ended up really liking the movie. The music, animation, characters, and mecha design were pretty cool. I think my favorite scene was the battle inside the colony, and I really like uh, seeing what Maneva and Benaja were up to post-Unicorn. Exactly. I kind of understand that a lot of people dislike new type stuff, so they may not like this movie, but I find the new type storyline very interesting and cool, so I liked Unicorn in this. Also wanted to get a Fenix Gumpla after this movie, but they are too expensive for me at the moment. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, narrative is so new type heavy. When I first watched it, I was like, what is this crap? But really, after watching, again, previous UC, you know, there's one angle I can take where I'm into the design of the mobile suits, the conflict, have them fight. But then, like with Star Wars, then there's that force side or the new type side. So I really appreciate that they explore different aspects of UC. Clint Roy, seriously though, could any IBO suit survive in the UC, especially after Zeta, considering how crazy the weapons and uh, suits got after that? Okay, that would be interesting after I watch IBO to kind of get an idea of what the those suits would be like up against some later UC suits. Who else thinks that maybe the upcoming Gundam movie shouldn't be a reimagining of UC, but an alternate universe? You know what? I would be... You know what? I Yeah, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. I don't know. Part of me wants it to be a reimagining, but part of me is like, as long as they can keep the spirit of Gundam, which is having factions that have kind of modern day issues and a realistic look into mobile suits that these factions use to fight with. So... That's a good one. Um, so there's a lot I didn't comment on, and I'm going to get to that later. But thanks, everyone, for the comments. I really appreciate everyone commenting. It's always awesome. Um, yeah, but that is it for this episode of the podcast. Uh, thanks for watching, listening. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, we've got that contest going on where we got those two uh, Gundam items to give away. Um, yeah, if anything, uh, yeah, leave a comment, ask me a question, join us in Discord, and talk to you guys later. Bye.